What's up, guys? Um, I'm Sawyer. Welcome back to Let's See Where It Takes Us. I'm here with my incredible co-host, Maya. Hey, guys. I <laughs> what else to say. <laughs> and we also have a very special guest, uh, Miss Felicia. You can say hi if you want. <laughs> hello. Hello. Thanks for having me. Of course. Of course. Have you ever guested on a podcast before other than your own? Um, I have. Uh, this... Guy, I think you know him too. Um, his name's Mickey. He has a podcast. It's called, I think, Social Media Introvert. Um, and I've been on that. his a couple of times. I did not know that. I should look it up. Yeah. Um, so, Mickey, shout out to you and your podcast if you're listening to this. <laughs> I don't know if you do or not, but that would be pretty cool. Um, I should definitely go look it up. Um, also, so Felicia is the reason that I wanted to start this podcast. Her and our friend Courtney, they have a podcast called Overheard in the Pantry, and I special guested on there a while back. And uh, that made me want to start my own podcast. So do you want to, like, explain a little bit about how you got started with Overheard in the Pantry? Sure. So uh, Courtney and I met at a YouTube convention called Playlist Live um, way back in 2015. Um and we just kind of like hit it off uh, since that event. We were on a panel together. So that's kind of how we were introduced to each other. And uh, we we just clicked automatically. We were like, wow, if we would have known each other, you know, back in high school, uh, we would have definitely been best friends. Um, unfortunately, Courtney lives all the way in L.A. and I'm all the way in South Carolina. So we can't couldn't make content um, often together. And we decided that a podcast would be a great way for us to connect, do things together. And also, um, I've personally didn't expect it, but it helped build our friendship, um, getting to talk to each other at least once a week for like several hours because we end up chatting before and after we record. Uh, but it, it's just a pop culture podcast. We uh, talk about anything and everything celebrity we talk about our lives the best way we describe it is you're listening in on a phone conversation between two best friends i love that actually really funny because we say something very similar (laughs) i think ours is a little i would say more random it's not even just like a phone conversation but i just Maybe it's just because of how my brain works. I feel like half the time, it's just very. It kind of just comes out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> like, like we just let the conversation flow and it just turns into what it is. <laughs> well, that's what we do, too. Uh, sometimes we'll have, like, you know, certain topics that I jot down that I'm like, oh, I need to remember to say this on the podcast or, oh, I want to talk about that topic. But for the most part, it's literally just whatever comes to us. And somehow an hour is made (laughs) out of that. Uh, We talk, I mean, I feel like our listeners have like kind of gotten to know us a lot better than they would have just from YouTube videos or from Twitter or Instagram. They get to hear like personal stories about our lives, our lives with our friends. Um, So I don't know. It's just a really fun thing. And I really enjoy it. Wait, so, like, who made the, the bingo card? 
uh, uh, one of our listeners uh, named Faith uh, made a bingo card because we tend to talk about certain topics basically every single episode. Uh, so Faith made a card that listeners can use to like mark things off when we bring people up or certain words or uh, stories. We often, you know, will mention we attended the Reputation Stadium tour um and we have to always say the whole entire name so she's put stuff like that down it's really cute <laughs> i love that that's and really i'm cute. i'm very honored to be a, a piece or a a, a space on you the, are uh, on the, wait, what the is bingo card here? wait what what your space on the on their bingo just, cards yeah it just says sawyer it just so says like his they, name Yes, yeah, so like if they talk about me, then you like would mark it off. If you listen to the podcast, you can play with your bingo card and mark yeah, me I, off. That's cute. Yeah, I thought really so cool. too. I was very flattered. You know, you know what would be cool? Don't you talk about David a lot? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Sawyer, I do. <laughs> kind of calling you out here. But um, big surprise. <laughs> But we should we should have David on the podcast one time. That would be cool. That's another friend of mine, uh, Maya. If you don't know who that is, I have no idea who that is. <laughs> he is supposed to make me a drink whenever we go back to playlist or whenever the world is safe. <laughs> so that'll be interesting. Yep, Speaking of, wait, what? I said, yeah, I have David on here. That'd be fun. That would be cool. Um. Speaking of the Reputation Stadium Tour, is that how you worded it? Yes, we yeah. like to say the full name. <laughs> is there a reason why you like to say the full name? Just because every time that it was tweeted by, like, Taylor Nation or something, it was, like, hashtag Reputation Stadium Tour. So we have to say the whole thing. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so Taylor announced her second album of this year today. Yeah. Another album tonight. It will be out by the time people listen to this. But yeah, yeah, this I, is going up Monday. I'm so excited. I saw the tweets and I freaked out when I woke up this morning because I personally am still not over folklore. Um, so yeah, I am thrilled. I feel like every time we talk about like a Taylor album or release. It always comes up how she has this like way of making you not not making you feel, but like being like being relatable. If that makes any sense, like she has songs for every emotion. I think is what both of you have probably said. I feel like both yeah. of you say that, and it's just really cool. I'm excited to hear the the new album because I feel like folklore was definitely different for her, but it was really good. I'm just hoping that there's more songs that I can, like, scream slash cry to. Which, knowing Taylor, there will be. <laughs> Were there any songs off of Folklore that you, like, cry to? Um, I feel like that most of that album is just, like, a really good crying album. <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe it's just a me thing. Um, but, I mean, like... I personally really enjoy screaming listed affairs. Um and um I also really like screaming exile. It's really hard yeah. to pick a favorite. Uh I was thinking I was 
talking about this uh, literally yesterday with my friend. We were talking about folklore because uh, we just kept, for some reason, singing Exile all day at work. And uh, it's really hard to pick a favorite off of, like, any album, but folklore in particular, just because it's something that's, like, so new. Like, we haven't had, like, a country laid-back acoustic type-ish Taylor in a while. Um, and... I don't know. It's just it's really hard to pick favorites. Like I'm like I love Invis- Invisible String. I love Peace. I love August. I love the one like Cardigan. I, it's it's really difficult for me to pick favorite songs. That's really uh, no. Like... I think the thing about folklore too, like I don't know, it just it really depends on your mood. Mm-hmm. You know, like oh I'm sad. You know, this is my favorite. Oh, I need something to like be upbeat like in the car like I don't know you just have something for every mood so you can't really choose like one favorite I agree and for me folklore just felt very like therapeutic it felt like a healing type album yeah absolutely I mean which is definitely what we needed after this year yeah yeah, I mean I feel like it was perfect for the kind of year we've had Mm -hmm. so I'm excited about hearing part two of yeah. this whole venture and journey um yeah. i'm curious about what the differences will be you know uh, a few things that people have pointed out is you know the folklore was black and white this one's in color um i'm just i don't know i'm excited yeah did it'll she be- say that like it was the sister album to folklore she did yes yeah so they're like i feel like they're gonna you know it's just like a second chapter which i just think is really cool so I'm excited yeah. to see the parallels and like you know where the stories continued on throughout this new album that'd be cool I was really curious to know what feature she would have and it kind of shocked me to see that she repeated one I mean I will be curious to see if it's like a like if it like goes with the song like what if that second feature is like the second chapter of that song almost i don't know mm-hmm. like that would be cool how do you pronounce his name um bonnie bear see because i've been saying it wrong for a very long time <laughs> you've been saying bon ivor yes <laughs> very southern very southern until you to say bon ivor <laughs> so said that <laughs> wait what did you say my cut out um i said it the same way as you did sawyer so don't worry about it and we all know that maya is not southern in the slightest no not, not anything southern at all <laughs> um so yeah I'm, I'm excited for that um have you guys had anything eventful happening recently i'm moving as we speak Whoa. I'm quite literally packing. I'm fully moving tomorrow. So Whoa. that's exciting. I've been in the same apartment for three years and we are now venturing on to the next place. Um, wow. And yeah, she, she was telling us, well, telling me about how she was going to have to multitask while recording. I think yeah, she's I'm, like cleaning right now. <laughs> I'm literally packing as we're recording the podcast because I don't have time to just do one or the other. 
that's how my life is going currently. Um, I am going to have roommates for the first time in like four years. But nice. I'm excited because people I actually enjoy. Nice. Um, Felicia's roommates are her cats. They are. I have two cats. Two cats? What are their names? Trey and Lucy. And they are sitting uh, on the couch beside me now, just sleeping. Uh, (laughs) I have one cat. She is not sleeping. She's getting into everything. Because Mm. the moving thing is very um, interesting to her. I can only imagine. And how old are your cats? Oh, they're, they're like, at least, like, five years old. Five, six years old. Okay, so mine's six months old. Oh, so you have a kitten. So, I mean, she's, she's like, an adult kitten now. Like, she's not a baby anymore. But she's so very much mm-hmm. child. Yeah. Um, you know, gets herself, like, right now, I am emptying the drawer that is under my bed, and she is trying to squeeze herself into a crack that she's not going to be able to get out of. So <laughs> we're going to have to make sure she doesn't get stuck. So that's the current situation. I feel like Lucy's going to end up getting into something before we stop recording. She may. She's pretty asleep right now. but And I've been home longer, you know, because it's like 10 o'clock here so it's not like I just got home from work and I'm not paying them attention and I'm talking to someone other than them uh so they're kind of chill right now they don't need my attention they've already gotten it (laughs) um where work what do you do because that's something I don't know I work for a university I work in uh like PR photography social media video (laughs) sounds like a lot it's multi 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 hats um but yeah I work for a local university that's cool yeah do you enjoy it I do yeah that's fun I didn't realize how many similarities you guys had yeah I work in PR um, at a digital marketing company. Nice. So I guess they are in the similar fields for sure. Yeah. You're both uh, Swifties. You both have cats. You're mm-hmm. both working PR. <laughs> mm-hmm. you, you guys like, just need to be like best friends. What would you say your like dream job is? I would love to like open up my own like PR like agency one day um and like help help like I guess kind of be like a publicist okay so you want my job basically I don't own an agency but I run a publicity department Uh, yeah, so I, I do, I already do a lot of publicity stuff, but right now it's for a university. I would like to do it for, like, people in the entertainment field. Yeah, so that's yeah that's currently doing, which, it's fun, it's definitely, um, it's cool. It's not my dream job, but I've definitely learned a lot from it, for sure. Cool. So if that's not, like, what your end goal is, so, like, what is your end goal then? I want to redesign and, like, well, I guess it's kind of hard right now because touring isn't a thing. 
but I want to come up with new ideas for how artists do meet and greets and like VIP experiences. And then I want to run them like on tour with artists. Um, so you want to be the John Lucero? No, John. So John doesn't. So he's a tour manager and he does some other things. Like I specifically want to focus on the like fan interaction and the fan relationships between artists and fans. Um, so even more than just like meet and greets and stuff, like just any sort of fan engagement, um, and just, yeah, how fans and artists interact with each other. Cause I think there's a lot of improvement there that needs to be made. So like this kind of goes back to the touch with thing, but like, would you consider like the Taylor Nation thing kind of like that? Like, I don't really know much about Taylor Nation, so like, um, so I mean, I guess it would fall in that umbrella. So, I like Taylor Nation, you know, I guess it is considered some sort of fan engagement, um, in the social media world. Um, I Personally, like, I'm not a huge, like, I don't want to run socials or, um, you know, figure out what artists posts and stuff. Like, I'm not super into social media. Like, I, like, to a whole other level, like, just, like, the things that are fun for fans to do. Like, that's what I want to do. Like, just Hmm. super creative events and, like, online things that fans can enjoy so felicia do you know what taylor nation is um i mean i would assume that it's part of her uh management team and ran by the like marketing and pr people i mean that's kind of what i do i run the university's twitter account and instagram and facebook uh so i would just i would assume that it was kind of in that department like marketing and communication just for her specifically um yeah i i I know that like a lot of um twitter accounts and stuff like that that for ran for artists are probably through like their record label i would assume or their man or something like that but i don't know for sure yeah um there's you know a lot of artists have like social media teams and um you know, marketing teams and like my company, for example, like we do a lot of Twitter accounts and socials for artists and stuff. Um, so it falls in that department, if that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Well, I have a important question. So who is the first artist that you would like to see in concert when it's possible again? I think you should know my answer. I think I do. And if you don't, I'm going to be disappointed that you don't. (laughs) How about you, Felicia? Well, mine's Taylor Swift, of course. Taylor or Harry? One of the two. Both of those are good. So, uh, Felicia, Maya is a huge believer. (laughs) Oh, Okay. So that would be her answer. Yes. <laughs> Justin Bieber. It, I was supposed to see him like 15 times this year. So Corona said nope to that. 
Uh, I know. I hate that all the concerts and stuff got canceled this year. So disappointing. I mean, like, what can you do, obviously? But, uh, yeah. Weren't you going to go to, like, Loverfest? I was. I was, too. Oh. Which one were you going to? The one on the East Coast or the West Coast? West Coast. Oh, that's where I was going to be. We wouldn't nice. seen each other and had no no idea who each other were. I know. I had, um, well, I mean, I guess I still do. I have tickets with some of my friends that live out in L.A. Um, I think we had night night one. I, maybe we had night two. I don't know. I know for reputation, we went to night one in Pasadena. Um, so we might have went to night. We're planning to go to night two for Loverfest. But, yeah, we were very excited for it. And Were you yeah. going with Courtney? Yeah, Courtney and Ricky. That is like such a fun crew to be around i don't know if you saw the video maya but i filmed a video with like that friend group at playlist and it was really fun very dirty but very fun (laughs) it was like (laughs) no um, i didn't see it what was the game called incoherent incoherent yeah that's it was so fun we it's do that game two. where, like, you have to figure out what word people are saying. Maya, I don't know if you've seen it before. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think it was a filter. Talking about. I totally know what you're talking about. I think there was a filter recently. Like, maybe Snapchat or Instagram had an, an incoherent filter or something like that, where you had to do it basically on your story, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. No, I, yeah, I, no, I totally, I can picture it in my head. That's fun. So, um, this year has been pretty crazy, and I think that a lot of people are having to change the way that they celebrate holidays. So, do you have, like, any ways that you know that are going to be different this year, or, um, like? Well, for me, normally, my whole family, we have a like a family condo in Park City, Utah. And so normally we would all meet up there around Christmas time and we'd all ski and snowboard together and do all that. But obviously like we my like extended family, like we're pretty big. So wouldn't be safe for us to all go do that. So that's kind of a bummer missing out on that. Um, and sometimes I would, I mean, the past couple of years I would go visit my family in Seattle um but I'm also not doing that this year because I'm moving so I will be doing the holidays here in LA I don't really I'm not I don't really celebrate the holidays that much Mm -hmm. so I'm doing some virtual things with my friends and then that's kind of about it for me what about you guys Um, well, I don't really ever, I'm kind of the same way. Like, I don't really do anything super big for, like, the holidays. Uh, but the one thing I guess that would be different this year is my New Year's plans. Because I typically come out to L.A. um, right after Christmas. And I stay with my friend Courtney, um, who I do the podcast with, um, until uh, a couple days after New Year's. Um, because we always, you know, have something fun that we try to do. And... I mean, I guess I'm not going this year because of all this stuff. I'm I'm having hard, a hard time accepting it. I know I'm not going, but it doesn't feel like I'm not going. Yeah, it's just kind of a traditional thing. Yeah, because I've gone out there for the past, like, five years, I think. 
So it's going to be very strange to not be in L.A. for New Year's Eve. Yeah. One thing that I know of that's going to change for me, um, well, there's a couple. But, like, so I found out today that my dad was, like, exposed to COVID. And so if he has to quarantine, like, he lives in Texas, by the way. He works in Texas, but he usually comes home. But um, if he does quarantine, then I think it would end on the 24th which is going to be kind of weird because sometimes we do certain little things on the like Christmas Eve and stuff. So I don't know how that's going to go, but I do know that he also was exposed around Thanksgiving. So he didn't get to come home then either. So it's just kind of like a weird situation. And our house is in like crazy disarray right now anyways, because we're like redoing our kitchen floor and getting new couches and stuff like that. So I feel like there's so much changing lately. And I, I'm not usually one for change, but honestly, I feel like weirdly and oddly enough, I'm kind of motivated for 2021. So I'm, I think I'm excited for New Year's, even though it's not going to change immediately. But I, I do feel like I'm definitely motivated when it comes to thinking about the new year. <laughs> yeah. Um, my New Year's last year was quite comical and actually makes a lot of sense for how 2020 ended up going. <laughs> uh, the fire alarm, me and my friend were at a hotel and the fire alarm went off like five minutes before. Oh my gosh. Countdown. And so we were like outside in the cold and <laughs> or it was, it was, yeah, chaotic. Mm. Um, but I'm excited for this year because I'm going to have my two roommates. So even though we won't be able to do anything, I'm, I'm going to have two friends just automatically forced to be hanging out with me <laughs> nice have to figure anything out we can just get champagne or whatever and you know watch justin bieber perform because he's doing a little virtual thing oh nice um yeah it's i mean i'm kind of i think that's the thing i'm most excited about having roommates for is that now i always have people that have to do things with me Mm-hmm. Like, I'm find people to, like, do things. Mm-hmm. I'll just be like, hey, you're sitting on the couch. Come with me. And then I just have to make them do it. Um, that makes me sound demanding. I'm, <laughs> but, like, force Felicia, them will. Have you, like, ever thought about having a roommate yourself, Felicia? I haven't. I, you know, I, I feel all that. And I also would like to have someone uh, or a few roommates or something that I could like do stuff with. Like that sounds fun to me, but I also do enjoy living alone. Yeah. I feel like there could be like a balance. Kind of having I'm also space. an only child though. So. So you're kind of used to it been. anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I feel so like I, I could see you and Courtney and probably Tana like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That might go bad. I don't know. <laughs> That's <laughs> a funny idea to think about. <laughs> I don't think I've ever met Tana, but. So I think it's kind of strange speaking about New Year's, like even just like the thought of the fact that like because of all this stuff with COVID, you're not used to being in crowds and stuff. So just like thinking back to like previous New Year's Eves and stuff, like being packed in like yeah. a room with people. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> no, it's so weird. Like looking at videos of crowds and like thinking about all the things that we used to do and like didn't question. I know. You know, like, like, like 
GA concerts, for example. Like, yeah, we're up on a bunch of strangers, like packed like sardines, and it was just normal. Right. I mean, like last New Year's, we were at his house party and we were like just they had snacks and stuff out and we're just like eating out the snack bowls along with everyone else that's there. Like, I can't believe that we were doing stuff like that. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. Or I saw like a picture of me like on the floor of like a store or something. I'm like, (laughs) I would never touch the ground of a store now, you know, right, right. These, like, random things that we just didn't think about back then. Mm-hmm. Like, how you don't want strangers to come near you, you know? Yeah. And I, you know, I used to pay to have strangers up against me, like, at shows. So <laughs> right. It's a very different world, and it's so weird. Like, at this point, it almost feels normal. Mm-hmm. Like, we've been living like this for, you know, however many months now, and it just, like... Not that this is ever going to be a new normal, but at the same time, it kind of is, mm-hmm. strangely. Like, obviously, we all have things we miss, but, you know, I don't, I don't miss it to the same extent as, like, when it first happened. Mm-hmm. It definitely is a big change. Like, I've even gotten to the point where, like, when I'm watching TV or a movie or something and there's, like, a big crowd, I'm thinking, like, they're not social distancing. Yeah, and it's just really weird because it's like, well, they probably didn't have to when they filmed that. I think what's cool is like a lot of TV shows that have filmed during COVID, like, have added COVID into their storyline, and I think part of it is like they have to wear masks on set, so that's the only way to keep filming is like pretend or not pretend. I mean, the TV shows are pretend but it's still taking place during the pandemic, which is like like Grey's Anatomy, for example, they are struggling with like, it's showcasing doctors during the pandemic, basically. So they have like coronavirus on. Yeah. They're like, it's showing, you know, they, people are getting coronavirus in the, like in the show and, you know, some of the doctors are getting it and they have to, you know, stay at home for 14 days. And it's the thing that I think is so cool about Grey's Anatomy right now. I don't know if either of you watch Grey's Anatomy. I do. Felicia's obsessed with it. Okay. I love so, Grey's Anatomy. Like, I feel like it's pretty realistic to an extent right now, mm-hmm. like the episodes um, with showing. I mean, granted, I do not work in healthcare also I have no idea what the hospitals are looking like right now but from an outsider perspective I feel like they're doing a good job showing how hard it is right now to work in that field yeah I think so too like I didn't even know that they did that yeah are there like any other shows that are bringing it into the storyline or is it just kind of that one no there's a couple like Law and Order SVU like all these ones that are like fiction but like they showcase real time you know like they take place right now I feel like they're incorporating them into the story I know there's definitely more I just don't watch a ton of new TV I kind of just rewatch shows on Netflix 
that's actually like a really cool idea. The only thing that I know of, of like about COVID is like they canceled a couple of the shows that I watch because yeah. of it, which is kind of weird. I mean, I get it, but like there's so many other shows and things that are happening through it anyway. So it was kind of annoying to see like certain shows that I really wanted to see be canceled because of it. Like, did you ever watch The Society? I love The Society. Yes. They ended up canceling it, and I think the thing COVID was the reason. Mm. Yeah, I I'm not actually sure. Um, I know there were a lot of shows that just weren't continued, but I think yeah, a lot of shows have been on hold slash will continue to be on hold because of COVID for sure. Because like we're in LA, like we're going, like we're in another lockdown. So that obviously um, changes the rules in terms of, you know, how you can film and how many people can be on set and, you know, all that stuff. I know a lot of artists are still, you know, filming things, um, but they're, you know, having to get COVID tests every like two days and um, all of that stuff, which is crazy. I know one thing that was kind of helpful was like the timing of streaming platforms kind of like blowing up like that was pretty helpful when certain things can just not necessarily go into theaters but kind of go like straight to home like you don't have to go to theaters you can just watch whatever it is from your home and that was that was kind of cool i remember that i think that's cool too i think they put like frozen 2 out straight to home on disney plus and like, I think they did that with Mulan, there too, actually. a couple of movies. I mean, honestly, I don't think I'll ever need to go to a movie theater again. Like, I don't have any desire to do that. I mean, I, I do I miss like, movie theaters. Yeah, I was going to say, I enjoyed it. But it is also nice to not have to, like, dress up at the same time. <laughs> I didn't go... I, I mean, I didn't really go to movie theaters that often. But we have, like, uh... Well, not in in my town I have to drive to <laughs> to Augusta but um we have wow. like a one of those theaters that have like the reclining seats and the bar and stuff like that so that's fun that's fun to go to that's cool yeah. I didn't even know you had to drive because I have to drive a couple hours actually to get to a theater from well it's, it's not super far like I only have to drive like 30 minutes um to get to Georgia but yeah well we do have a small like movie theater in town here but we had one but they closed it when i was in middle school so we've technically we have to force to go i have multiple theaters very close. <laughs> so you know i have a couple like i have one that's walking distance and then quite a few that are just wherever but um no i like going to the movies i think the hard thing for me is my attention span like I have a hard time just watching movies in general and so it's a lot easier for me to do it at home because then I can do something else while I'm watching a movie and I can move around a lot and I can pause it and you know I like to color when I'm watching movies or like do some sort of craft project which I can't do at a theater Mm, that's fun see I enjoy going to the movie theaters I think because I can just cut my phone off and be out of that for a minute because I yeah. have a hard time putting my phone down. Um, so stuff like airplanes or movie theaters, I'm like, oh wow, 
I'm completely shut off. <laughs> I will say, I think there were a couple times, like, growing up, like, if, um, you know, I had a really bad day or, like, something traumatic in some way happened, the thing my mom would do is she'd be like, okay, we're going to a movie because it just distracts you almost. Yeah. You're just, like, almost in another world for the two hours you're in there. And so that was, like, one of the things that she would do if I was, like, upset. She'd be like, okay, we're going to see this movie. And we would just go and, you know, phones off. And we'd just have to watch the movie. And it was a good way to, like, distract from everything that was going on. Um, Wait, so, Felicia, did you say that you don't get on your phone when you're on a plane? Uh, I, yeah, because, I mean, I f- you know, you can get the by internet or whatever, but it never works. Like, it's always, like, it works for, like, a little bit. Well, on- well, actually, let me say this. The last couple of times that I've flown, it has worked better than it has previously. But, yeah, I usually just listen to music and stare out the window on a plane. I've, I've, I've never flown before, but I feel like I would need a distraction from the plane. Like, I feel like my anxiety would be so high on a plane. Mm. So I feel like I would need my phone to, like, keep my mind off of looking down. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I just like listening to music and then getting lost in my thoughts, I guess. So, like, what's the longest flight that you've had? Uh, Mine has only been, like, whenever I fly to L.A., it's, like, Because I leave out of Augusta, and that's, like, a 30-minute flight to Atlanta. And then from Atlanta to L.A. is, like, I think it's six hours. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's six hours. (laughs) It's been a minute since I've flown out there. It's almost been a whole year now. Um, I typically go out there, you know, more often. But, yeah. Wow. What about you, Maya? What's the longest flight you've been on? Hmm. 12, 15, 11, I don't know, but 15, I don't actually know. I mean, I've flown to Europe and the Middle East, but um, I'm trying to think, like, I, you know, obviously we have to stop, like, you can't fly direct from Seattle to most of those places, or LA, but you can fly direct LA to London, which I've done. Um, I think that's like 11 hours. Wow. That's a long time. I will say (laughs) my dumbest decision I've made was not sleeping on the plane for 11 hours. Like, I stayed awake the whole time. And, you know, the whole time difference thing and I think every other human being on that airplane slept for at least a little bit. And I stayed awake the entire time. And I got back to L.A. and I was miserable. Like, I should have forced myself to sleep on the plane. But. I feel like sometimes I can't force myself to sleep. No, I suck at sleeping on planes. And I need to work on it. I mean, I guess I don't need that skill right now. But. (laughs) Um, have you ever, I don't know. Felicia, have you ever left the country before? No, I haven't. I've never left the country. I haven't either. 
I think the furthest that I've gone from like where I live, that's probably Texas or Pennsylvania, depending on which direction I go. But you've driven. Yeah, I've never flown. Yeah. Pennsylvania, um, Pennsylvania was a very long drive. How long? I want to say it was close to twenty hours for sure. No Wow, that's a long time to be driving in a car. Did yeah, you guys stay the night somewhere, or did you do the 20 hours just nonstop, basically? So, um, basically what it was, was like, like I mentioned before, my dad works in different states. Right now it's Texas, but at the time it was Pennsylvania. So usually when I was in school, we would like go visit him wherever he was for the month during the summer. And... Um, at the time, he just came down and picked us up, and we we did the whole thing like just straight through. It was crazy because we had a, like a dog with us, so it was very interesting. I think it I think it was supposed to be like sixteen hours originally, but we stopped so much it made it like twenty. <laughs> it was dark when we left and dark when we got back. Like dark when we got oh. there. I mean, yeah, my longest drive I mean we drove from Seattle to LA I don't really know how long that actually is but we split it up into a couple days um I think my yeah. brother drove from Washington to Alabama before honestly I want to drive across the country like I think it'd be really fun to do like a cross-country road trip so i've like, actually road tripped near you sawyer i don't i was in yeehaw i don't know <laughs> where i was felicia did you know that we live in yeehaw <laughs> we do live in yeehaw <laughs> i said that the other day he's like i do not i was like you would live in the definition of yeehaw well i mean i did literally well, mom wrecked a car the other day. We hit a hog. So Yeah. So Yeehaw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know about that, Felicia? Uh I don't know. Yeah. Um we went to visit one of my mom's friends and on the way home we hit a hog. It ran out in front of us and we hit it. Oh, you did tell me about that. I think I did. Briefly. Very briefly. You just kind of like side mentioned it in a conversation. Oh, I know what that conversation was now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. But yeah, on the way home, we hit that. So we're kind of having to share my vehicle right now because hers is in the shop. So that's quite interesting as well because we have different schedules. And we thought about getting like a rental, but... We don't really know how long it's going to take for the car to be fixed. So, I mm. don't know what the plan is. Mm. So, how big was the hog? So, my mom drives, like, a Jeep Grand Cherokee, if you know what that looks like. It's not like huh? a Jeep Jeep, but it's like it's not square. It looks more like a... Like, kind of like SUV kind of thing, but it's not super long. But anyway, the reason I'm explaining that is because, like, we could see it standing. 
from like while we were sitting in the car. So like its back came up to like the front of the Jesus. Car. It was crazy. Oh. And like it literally happened so fast, but at the same time almost in slow motion. And we got this Jeep because of the last wreck. So it's just like, well, mm. whatever. <laughs> I've never kinda... had an experience with wild hogs before, but I do know people that have had them in their like yard and they like, you know, just kind of run around and they want to like get food that you've like feed your dogs and stuff. Uh, yeah. But I've never had an issue <laughs> with them and I don't, I'm sure I've seen them, but I've never like encountered one. Like, I've had one chase me before at my grandmother's house. I was oh, walking. And I bet that was scary. Yeah, it was. Because I ran and jumped in a car and left, actually. But um, I don't remember what I was doing. But I was walking, and I heard a noise and looked up, and I saw it coming at me. And I was like, okay, well, bye-bye. <laughs> but usually, like, if you're driving, I don't know if it's a thing in L.A. to hit deer, but usually around here. People are like, watch for deer, blah, blah, blah. Because usually <laughs> what runs out in front of you is a deer. But nope. This time it was a pig. <laughs> I, remember, I mean, I even said this to you. Of course, my first concern was whether or not the hog was okay. And sadly, you told me the hog was not okay. Um, <laughs> may the hog rest in peace. Um, yeah. But I remember, I think I was, like, five years old. And I was with my dad, and he hit a deer. And I've always, like, I love animals. You know, they've, I've always liked animals more than people. And <laughs> I remember being incredibly angry at my dad for hitting this deer. Obviously not his fault. But in my head, yeah. it was his and um, the deer was actually fine. It we we did not kill the deer. The deer ran off. It was okay. But I at first thought the deer was not alive. Mm. Thankfully, it did live. But at first, I um, thought my dad had killed the deer. And I was like five. But for some reason, I knew what a first degree murderer was. But <laughs> all that I used to say first. Too green. Oh. <laughs> and so I just very, very strongly remember screaming that at my dad, saying, You're a first to green murderer. <laughs> That's awful. So but no, I, I didn't know that was a thing there. Like, I, like, well, I'm thinking in LA, so like city. See, this was in Washington because I grew up in, you know, I grew up in the woods, basically. Like, my house was in a forest um, when I was a child. So, you know, we had all sorts of animals. We would go on, like, nightlife drives and see what animals we could see. Um, I know there is... Um, I don't really know what we would see, but there were there were lots of animals. I know my dad still has, like, bears in his backyard. Um... So, yeah, I don't know. Big, nice. big family. <laughs> but, yeah, the thought of hitting an animal with my car is literally there. I, um, like, one time a squirrel was in the middle of the street and I, like, swerved my car into, like, a ditch because I didn't want to hit the squirrel. Oh. 
um like that's genuinely my biggest fear is hitting an animal yeah i'm very concerned about that too because we have a bunch of uh cats that roam the neighborhood here and i would i don't know that would literally ruin me yeah if i had if i hit a cat like i i never want to do that no i i would never be able to forgive myself if i ever hit an animal with my car like like it's super common did you say it's super common Yes, like especially in the south, like animals. It's definitely super common to hit deer here. Like, I mean, I literally was driving the other day, and um, like five deer walked out in front of me in like the middle of the day. It was like eleven a.m. Like we had to call my aunt to come pick us up because we didn't want to drive the car, like because I think the radiator was messed up. And on three separate occasions on the way home deer ran out in front of us it's so crazy i don't even understand why they do it it's like yeah do you not understand (laughs) i mean like i mean you know they're spooked and um i don't know i think it's just scary how fast it can happen. Yeah. And, like, obviously okay. you care for the animal, but also you want to be safe yourself as well. See, but I surely would rather, like, <laughs> crash into a bush or, like, a tree and remain safe. I want to be safe. But I would do everything in my power not to hurt an animal. So I'm like- also... I'm, like, convinced I'm Snow White sometimes in the sense that, like, I'm convinced I would be friends with any animal that I meet. Do um, you sing to them? No. <laughs> but, <laughs> like, I'm always saying to people, like, I think, like, if I met, like, a lion, like, I don't think the lion would hurt me. Like, we would be friends. Yeah. But, like, like I don't think, I don't know. let's say you see a bear. Same thing. We're we're gonna be best friends. The only animal I'm scared of are snakes. I cannot stand snakes. They terrify me. Felicia, are you scared of snakes? Um, I I'm not. Well, I don't want to encounter a snake. I'll say that. <laughs> um, but. I'm not super scared. I've held a snake before, and that kind of, like, made me be like, oh, wow, I'm not super scared of them. We have, like, a a, a science education center on uh, campus, and we have animals and, like, owls and alligator, mini alligators and things, um, and there's a snake that I have held before, and I thought it was really cute because the snake was kind of, like, trying to snuggle with me, and I was like, oh, my gosh, he's, like, rubbing up on me like a cat would. So that kind of, like, made me get a little softer spot in my heart. I don't like spiders. If we're talking about, like, critters, spiders are it for me. Those I am very, very scared of. I feel like it would be easier for me to to kill a spider. I feel like I'd be more scared of a snake. See, here's the thing. I I think I had a traumatic experience with a snake that I blocked out of my memory because... They were my favorite animal. Like, as a child, 
I was obsessed with snakes. Like, I had every snake stuffed animal. My I made my parents drive me to, um, there was like a reptile zoo near us. I made my parents take me there all the time. Um, I had a reptile birthday party, and we had the reptile man come to my house and bring a bunch of snakes. And like I was obsessed with them. Um, and then all of a sudden, one day, I woke up and I was terrified, and I couldn't even look at pictures of them. Like I wanted nothing to do with them, and now I'm still terrified of them, and I have no idea what happened. Wow, that's interesting. You may have, like, blocked out a memory. Yeah, I, like, I really don't know what happened, but it was, like, a overnight, a 180 flip of suddenly was terrified. I wonder if there's, like, a psychological thing that would, like, do people actually, like, block out memories like that? Yes. With trauma, trauma does a lot of crazy things, um repressed memories yeah like you like your brain i mean it's a coping mechanism to like protect yourself essentially you know yeah. your brain really cool your brain can do so many cool things i don't know if that's necessarily cool but like yeah it it, it knows that you like you you can't handle it so it just kind of blocks it out yeah i mean it's kind of the similar people Sorry. <laughs> You're good. No, you can go. <laughs> I was just going to say that's kind of like how people with like uh, dissociative identity disorder, uh, they that's usually onset by a traumatic event or some kind of type of trauma. The brain is like, okay, I cannot process this, so I'm going to completely disassociate. That makes sense. Wow. Yeah, no, the brain is so, so interesting. I mean, same with the body. Like, I was going to say, like, when you get injured, you know, you go into shock. And sometimes, like, someone with, like, a really, really bad injury will feel nothing, you know, and be walking around completely normal because their body, like, is hiding the fact that they are, you know, seriously injured from them, basically. Um which is really crazy to think about that your body can do things like that. You know, like it's, it's really, really insane what humans can do. <laughs> yes. About it. I feel like the brain is very interesting to learn about. Like the more, like not, not like a school class learn about, because I feel like they don't talk to you about the interesting stuff when it comes to brains in school. I mean, they maybe did do. I don't know. I have that Alabama education, but <laughs> they definitely um, did not in uh, <laughs> in um, like high school that type of stuff. I definitely did not learn about it until studying psychology in at college. <laughs> yeah, I feel like like things like DID. Like, I feel like that's obviously I'm not like glorifying it, but like I feel like it's really interesting to learn more about. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think all of that stuff is really interesting. I, though, I don't like learning too much about the brain because then I overthink <laughs> and it, like, freaks me out, <laughs> which I feel like sounds really funny. Like, I don't want to learn about my brain because then I think too much. Like, that 
um, just in itself is kind of ironic. But even, just so you're like, like scared of yourself. No, but I mean, I'm kind of that way with like every aspect of life. Like, I will overthink things that it like. I like. Ugh, I I don't know how to explain it. Like. Just any sort of science or, you know, trying to figure out how the, you know, the world works and just, like, all of that stuff. Like, I will go down this rabbit hole of, like, what if we're all just, like, a sim and something is controlling us and we're all basically a video game. Like, my brain leads me down these spirals of, like, there are so many crazy possibilities. Of what could be. <laughs> I get I that. To, I have to just like not let myself go there. Otherwise I'll go insane. Yeah. I don't know. It's almost like a. I kind of get that to an extent. But I think it's more for me of like. The conspiracy theory kind of thing. Like those are really fun to learn or look at. But I feel like if I do too much. Then I get like overwhelmed. Yeah, that makes sense. I, uh, yeah, I totally, I don't know. I just, all that stuff. Like, what's that one, um, what's that one theory? <laughs> That's Talking about the Mandela effect? That! Yes. You, you don't like the Mandela effect? No, it drags me insane! <laughs> <laughs> It, like, hurts my brain. I don't like it at all. It, like, makes me second-guess my entire existence. I want to say I think Felicia doesn't believe in it. Do you? Hello? Oh, oops. I didn't know my mic was <laughs> muted. <laughs> I must have actually hit the button. Um... No, I definitely, I'm all here for conspiracy theories. And the Mandela effect, to me, just feels like it's been proven too many times for it to not be real. There's I don't so think, I don't view the Mandela change. effect as a conspiracy theory. Yeah, I agree. I think it's literally just true at this point. Yeah. What is the one that, like, messed you up the most? I don't really know a lot of theories <laughs> i don't either like back whenever conspiracy theories were first try like getting popular um uh, like i don't know a few years ago uh i feel like the one that freaked me out the most was the denver airport oh wow where I they like have where they like have murals and stuff that predicts the end of the world and then they have like capsules under the airport for people to live in yeah, it's pretty crazy. I actually made my, like, my dad went there one time, and I made him take pictures and videos of all of it just so I could make a YouTube video about it. It was pretty cool, because he went out and, like, took pictures of the horse and, like, the murals and everything. It was really yeah. creepy. Have you been to that airport, Maya? Um, yes, I have. I feel like you've been uh, to every airport, honestly. I'm not. <laughs> Every airport, but I 
have been to a lot of airports. Um, I don't remember. I remember, like, the airport, but I don't, like, remember the airport, if that makes sense. Maybe your brain blocked it out. <laughs> no, it was just, like, a couple of years ago. Yeah, oh, I there's guess just, like, there- certain things that you wouldn't think that they would want you to think about in the murals at an airport. And they did it. So it's just, I don't know. It's definitely creepy to think about. Yes. Um, well, I absolutely need to continue packing for my move. Sounds so. good. So do you want to, do you want to end us off? Yeah, let's go ahead and wrap it up for tonight's episode. <laughs> and actually, I think my request is that it not be a long one. And we've been recording for over an hour, so Aww. hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, thank you for listening this week. Am I supposed to be saying this? <laughs> I mean, it's up to you. I can say something. All right, you, but um, You say goodbye. So- so thank you, Felicia, for joining us on Thanks this Thanks for episode. having me. Yeah, it was really cool. And I hope that um, you and Maya can be friends now. I think a lot of our listeners know you, which is pretty cool. Um, I think a lot of our listeners actually listen to your podcast, which is pretty Aww, cool. That's fine. So, um, go check out her and Courtney's podcast at Overheard in the Pantry. Well, that's not their ad, but uh, do you want to, like, say your socials so they can find you? Sure. Uh, basically, everywhere I am at Felicia, just my name, P-H-Y-L-E-S-H-A. On TikTok, I'm Haler's Love Child. Um, but that's where you can find me. <laughs> I love that. That's incredible. Also, um, Felicia and I will both have reactions to something Taylor Swift related up. I'm pretty sure you said you were going to react. Oh, 100%. I'm going to, as soon as we get off of here, get prepared for a reaction. I've already taken my nap, so I will be able to at least function tomorrow at work. Uh, But yeah, reaction videos coming soon. Well, by the time this is out, it'll be out. So yeah, go check those out. Um, Maya doesn't do reactions, but she's a big Taylor fan as well, so... Tweet us all, all three of us, about Taylor's new album whenever it comes out. Or, well, at this point, it will have already been out. But tweet us and tell us which song is your favorite. And, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. And we'll see you next week. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't know why I'm about to say yes. Bye. Bye. (laughs)